minus 50 seconds. T minus 40 seconds. T minus 30 seconds. minus 20 seconds. Own it, own it, own it, Kong. I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Que pasa? Welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is TK Trinidad. Whew, we made it to Friday, and what a week! It was well, been a week for me. Um, I don't know what dropped y'all, but we're heading we're heading into the the home run, the home plate. I don't know. We coming to the end of the year. I don't. I don't know. We 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 out here for 2023. But I'm not alone. Professors in the building. <laughs> and I'm learning so much information about him that I will not be out if he wants to. But it's so it's it's kind of one of those things when, and I'm sure the folks in the chat, if you hear day in and day out with us, you learn so many things about people that you hang out with all the time. So I'm sure. learning so much stuff that you I had no idea. I was like, oh, okay, this is what we doing, you know? Professor, professor, indeed. Oh boy, that's hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. I am doing good. Happy uh, Veterans Day to all who have served. Correct. Yep. You know, we appreciate you. And uh, as a reminder to everyone, Veterans Day and Memorial Day are not the same day. Veterans Day is for all who have served in the U.S. Armed Forces in some capacity. Memorial Day is for those who made the ultimate sacrifice uh, in combat. So that's the difference. I know people who get them confused all the time. So that's the difference. So there you go. There Happy Veterans Day to everyone who's Happy veter Veterans Day, Professor, leading with the word. Uh, and with that <laughs> being said, <laughs> hey, Casey, how you doing? With that being said, our first segment. The Top oh. Rope. Boy, oh boy. It's it's funny we would use Kane's voice for that because Kane actually deemed this person the heel of the day on Wednesday, that being the road dog Jesse James, who was deemed heel of the day because he said that, you know, he felt like Bret Hart was not a great wrestler and he felt like he was a better sports entertainer than Bret Hart. You can imagine that. So that earned him heel of the day status on Wednesday. Well, he is apparently doubled down. You know, he's not in, the, in this school of, nah, I was wrong. I'll pull back. No, he's decided to add to this uh, in the most recent episode of his own podcast to where he says, quote, everybody's been really angry at me on Twitter. It's just my opinion. Hyperbole is the verbiage of the day. And everything is the best or the worst. And today I'm the worst. And so I'm sorry. I'm sorry I shared an opinion on a platform I was given in order to share my opinion. You know, this is the kind of foolishness that gets you a two-time heel of the day. But <laughs> Road Dog, I, I mean, this is that kind of apology that people give when they're wrong, but they're too stubborn and prideful to actually apologize. So they now go on with this half-brained apology that says, you know, if I offended you, I'm sorry. So in this case, I'm not sorry for what I said. I'm sorry I shared an opinion. So, Well, uh, here's the thing. Yeah. Um, it, you know, obviously a lot of people didn't agree with him, sure. but if he 
feel there's 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 so many different sides to the story. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of people who didn't agree with him that are not wrestlers and they weren't in in the, you know, the inner chambers of being, you know, being wrestlers and all that sure. other stuff. And if sure. he feels that way, you know, like when when I read when I read his statement, like I get where I get where you're coming from. You know, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, all right, I'm going to say sorry, but I really, you know, it's I, I'm sorry for how you're feeling, but right, at the right. end of the day, this is how I feel. And there are times, and this is precisely why somebody asked me this, I think like a week ago, mm-hmm. why I don't have like just the show just talking about because <laughs> I would be nobody wants to hear nobody. I don't want to say nobody wants to hear what I want what I what I want to say. It's just that what I'm thinking would get me into so much trouble. And the Canadian in me and the, the, the old school journalist in me is like, it's not worth it. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want the headache. So yeah. with that being said, you know, Road Dog is, you know, completely entitled to think and feel how he wants to feel. And, sure. you know, he, he got the, the backlash and people feel totally different. But, you know, can we really fault him if he feels that way? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those things where it's just like, mm. Yeah, right. And I'm and I mean, it's one of those things, to your point, that we get to to decide what we want to do with it. Right. Like he's certainly <laughs> entitled to feel that way. You know, right. I think for a lot of us, when you make a statement that strong, one then expects us to now. OK, well, what are your facts that help you, you know, really solidify that particular point well but but that's just that's just it it is 2022 (laughs) right so for those of us relatively reasonable we're like we need facts but he doesn't feel like he has to give facts and i think that's the interesting thing um where obviously be it a podcast be it twitter or whatever all of these streets are available for people to give their opinions whether they are fact or fiction and um and then we get to do with them what we would like. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he here's the other thing. Maybe it was all clickbait, right? Maybe it was just designed to get us to start paying attention to him and paying attention to his podcast and to what he has to say. The interesting thing is, of course, he's right now the uh, vice president of live events over at WWE. I don't mm-hmm. think his job uh, is in jeopardy because he made a statement like this. So for him. If it's not costing him money, I guess he doesn't really care. Uh, it's just really interesting. I, I just I don't know what led him down that particular road, but it's very <laughs> interesting. It's just like who just I it mean, is. you wake up one day and say, hey, I'm a better wrestler than Bret Hart or really Bret Hart's not that good. I'm a better sports entertainer. I mean, maybe than- he's always felt this way. And it, to Casey's point, Casey's saying I didn't even know he had a podcast. This is the thing. Now we know he has a podcast because I didn't know right. he had a podcast, but I feel like everybody has a podcast now. So he, we, he now has a podcast. He probably got huge numbers. Casey mm-hmm. also saying this dog has fleas and needs to go to bed. <laughs> uh, JD, what up JD saying old lukewarm fuzzy 7-eleven hot dogs because road <laughs> like y'all y'all you guys are amazing amazingly hilarious but um i love them you know again i i think too i'm all i'm i'm that person that if it doesn't affect my money or my family it's just like mm-hmm. yeah okay you, you feel entitled to that but the sure. proof is in the pudding as far as you know, what we're going to, I actually did a post just like literally like less than 30 minutes ago after mm-hmm. it's all said and done and you're gone. Right. Who's going to talk about you and not saying that nobody will talk about him, but it all, it will, it's it. think about, you know, Lincoln, right. Mm-hmm. Everybody talks about Lincoln, but then everybody else around him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it is, it is what it is. Do, do you enjoy the moment you have a podcast? Check, check it. Hey, check out his podcast. And it's, you know, here we are. Here, here, here we are, Rody, <laughs> mm-hmm. who, who ironically has the job that Jeff Jarrett was fired from, and now Jeff Jarrett has a very similar job over in AEW. So there we go. Very interesting. This world on the whole is is interesting it's, right now, but I don't really I don't is. know if it is. Uh, I don't know if it is just uh, because. We're now at the age that you're aware of everything. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think this is new. I just feel like, you know, once you start paying taxes 
the world gets gets you have you have to start paying attention to things. Yeah. And when you're not paying yeah. attention, when you're not paying taxes, you don't have to pay as much attention per se. Nope. Um so yeah, I feel like you know, the more taxes I'm paying, I'm just like, what is what is going on right now? But it's um so anyway. intriguing. But I but then again, the same the same folks. Well, here's the, the crazy part: the people who were kids when we were kids are adults now. So I, I do feel like there's some degree of of difference that's happening because something something exactly isn't happening the way it was when we were growing up. But that's a whole other story for another. Take day. me back to sixteen. Um, Hello, please. What, <laughs> what what do we have next? So um, from his words, we move to Impact Wrestling, where there's been a lot of rumors about Chelsea Green. Will she stay? Will she go? Everybody's been talking about who might be coming back to WWE. And part of this conversation is because apparently Chelsea Green and her time at Impact has come to an end, as this week she officially bid goodbye to Impact Wrestling. Uh, she lost a match to Mickey James, and uh, after that, uh, she ends up walking out of the door and is in a conversation with Deanna Perrazzo, where she says, basically, I was supposed to retire Mickey James and I'm going, I'm going home. And so there's a lot of questions. In oh, I'm going of... to pull it out. Oh, by all means. Dr- it was quite, it was quite dramatic. I, was, I wanted was. to text, text her and just say, uh, Oscar worthy. Let's, let's do it. Um, let's see here. Deanna. Hey, Chels, Chels, where are you going? What are you doing? I was supposed to beat her. It's okay. I yes. was supposed to retire Mickey James, Diana. It's, I'm it's going. fine. But, but where? Where are you going? I'm going home, Diana. Why? I'm going home. Bravo, bravo. <laughs> You know, one thing that Impact does really well is when people leave, they give them an exit on camera that makes sense. sense, You know what I mean? And so I I dig that about Impact Wrestling. I really, really do. And so now let the speculation begin. Will Chelsea Green actually go home home or will home mean the WWE? Does home mean wherever, you know, Matt Cardona is? I don't know, but uh, I will say it was a graceful exit from Impact for Chelsea Green. Yeah, and I I feel too with Impact in particular, um, because she has so much of a history with them, I don't think it's like a a goodbye. I feel like, okay, sure. well, she might be doing, or she might be taking a break. We don't really know, that you know, part. all the speculation with WWE. And she did, I think in the same article that um, we're referencing, mm-hmm. um, she did, I think it was a couple of days ago, she said there's some unfinished business with WWE and now it's a different, right. it's a different place. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything, any, anything is possible. What I do know yeah. is uh, she looks great in bathing suits. She can wrestle. Um yeah. And, you know, I don't think any, com- I think every, any company will be lucky to have her because she's a great storyteller. So, yes. you know, um, uh, Courtney Santana, editor-in-chief for WWT, she said her and Matt are on the NWA card for tomorrow's show. Mm-hmm. But I feel like NWA is not, well... I don't know. Contracts are always different per person, so you don't yeah. know. And and I don't know that that's yeah. an exclusive NWA deal. Well, obviously it's not. I mean, she did some impact work there. So, you yeah. know, I and and I go back to this. I remember this past summer uh, when they had uh, Ric Flair's last match pay-per-view. Karrion <laughs> Cross was on there and had done some work and literally a week later shows up in WWE. So I think again, like, you know, like it's being said, time will certainly tell. Uh, But to your point, I think Chelsea green has certainly made a lot of, dare I say impact uh, since leaving WWE, her skills Mm -hmm. have improved. She's really proven herself to be a major player and in a WWE right now, particularly when I think about, uh, SmackDown's women's roster that's in need of some boosting, you know, I think she would make a welcome addition, again, if that's the route they go. But to your point, wherever she ends up uh, will be a good addition to their roster. So that's good. right. And then Centen also saying Chelsea was never actually signed to Impact. So, you know, uh, <laughs> and then she's also referencing Sammy, 
Shout to Sammy in the chat, one of our writers. Triple H is lucky I haven't had to make a call, <laughs> make corporate calls. Look, Sammy, do you have Triple H's number? Please pass it on to me because hello. Um, we can make you know, good use I, of it. I promise. Yeah, I'm not trying to put anybody's business out there, but I'd be sending emails to WWE, and mm -hmm. ooh, that's that's always a mission. Mm -hmm. Anywho, <laughs> congratulations to Chelsea wherever she is. We also wherever know that you know again. It's not going to be one of those scenarios where she's just not working. If she doesn't right. feel like working, that's a choice. But right. we know that she's going to be working somewhere. Totally. To. Absolutely. So <laughs> um, what do we have? What do we have next? Well, we did mention AEW. And so if you've been watching AEW, which, by the way, Dynamite the last couple of weeks has been really, really good. Um, AEW has been seemingly hinting at the return of of the elite, that being Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Now, they've not been on television, of course, since uh, the suspension from the infamous media scrum, which, strangely enough, was actually referenced on AEW television this week by MJF. That's another story. But the question now is, will the elite be returning and in what capacity? So certainly the vignettes we've been seeing are teasing a return potentially for full gear, but there's also talk uh, that they could be part of a new reality series. So Warner Brothers Discovery uh, has started filming a behind-the-scenes reality series with AEW at Dynamite Events that just started last week. It's supposed to go on for about six or seven weeks or so. So if these guys are backstage for these shows, it's highly possible that they could be involved somehow in this uh, new reality series that is being shot. Now, the reality show is set to air in early 2023, which will certainly be after the Elite has made their return, or so it's believed. So this gets very interesting. I mean, all of the things are in place in terms of where AEW seems to stand with people connected to this media scrum, and really the Elite would kind of be the last piece of the puzzle uh, being welcomed back to AEW. Uh, Sammy saying, or excuse me, King Sammy saying they filmed the first episode in Baltimore. Um, right, I'm, that I'm was gonna last be, week. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm curious to see what it's gonna look like because, um, you know, I, I am not necessarily an avid watcher of reality shows. I watch reality shows because I have to watch them for work, which is not a bad sure. thing. But um, right. I feel like the when reality shows first started, it was like, oh, you know, people really didn't like it because it wasn't scripted tv and now there mm -hmm. was like a big surge where everybody loved reality shows it was crazy right. and now right. i feel like it's coming kind of back down where it's just like some it, it could be a bit much and or mm -hmm. not enough like you know yeah. you get the over the like if it's a reality show you want it like over the top but if it's kind of like just in the middle it's not going to make it and i don't right. know if um i mean obviously the media scrum was very much drama filled but i don't mm -hmm. know if uh, that's going to be um uh, <laughs> JT. Oh boy. Oh, uh, I don't boy. know if that's going to be the case with this reality show, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so it is. Yeah. It, it's it is. definitely, see, it does not seem like a reality show in the reality show sense of the word, if that makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. It certainly seems more like a behind the scenes type of situation that's being done uh, with AEW. What it's going to look like, we don't fully know. We just know that there have been camera crews filming, and they will be filming all the way through mid-December. So it'll be interesting what it turns into. Now, I'm pretty sure it's not a focused reality show on uh, Kenny and the Bucks. I'm pretty sure mm. of that. But I do think they will somehow be involved, particularly if they've been backstage for these last few weeks. I kind of want a reality show on Tony Khan though, like provided he's not boring because like some people who are, um, you have people who run businesses and it's just like, they're just always in their head and they make things happen. And then mm -hmm. some people are just the opposite. And so I'm curious to see Tony Khan's process as far as how he does business. Like, is he that person who like walks around and ideas come and then people just shake their head because it was a stupid idea or, you know, mm -hmm. I'm just kind of curious how that dynamic is, um, you know. And I'm curious how honest he would be with cameras, you know, yeah. like there's a part of me that feels like he would obviously put on for cameras 
And it's it's weird. My opinion of him has changed from when we first started seeing him on television a couple of years ago, where then it was just like, okay, he's the silent backer. And he went right. from being the silent backer to, hi, look at me. It's me. It's me. It's Tony Khan. So, yeah. So it's going to be interesting. I, I'm very yeah. intrigued to see what they're going to do with this and where this ends up. You know, <laughs> is it going to end up on HBO Max? Is it going to end up on TNT or Oh, King Sammy and these corporate calls. I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> Look, send, send that. Send, I actually need to send an email to AEW. Send send me the number so I could call instead of sending an email. And yeah. then uh, Casey saying his uh his process might not be fit for TV. Can't show how he has can't um can't show how how he has so much energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's uh, all I got. Yep. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. 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 That's all I it got. Took, it was a Friday. It took me a minute. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yep. Yep. That's what the graphic says. Thank God for bits. Like when you did that, I'm like, okay, this is okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> You're like, what? What? Wow. Wow. Oh, all boy. right. Well, yeah. we'll see what happens with that. I mean, I'm, of course, um, most likely, or we'll try because we try to do um, after shows for everything, but obviously, sure. you know. You can't be everywhere at all the time, but we'll see. If it's, yeah. You know, if it's offered at a good time, you might do a little little after show or and or talk about it here, right? Um, whether it's sure. boring or not. Um, right. What do we have? <laughs> what do we have next? Well, judging from one part of the media scrum to another part of the media scrum, it seems as though AEW has somehow referenced just about everybody involved in this scrum, except the person who made it all happen. That'd be CM Punk. <laughs> the former world champion. Well, CM Punk has been kind of quiet with an occasional tweet here and there until last night where CM Punk showed up at Cage Fury Fighting Championship, uh, an MMA promotion that airs on UFC Fight Pass, and he aired alongside his uh, commentary partner, John Morgan. Yes, CM Punk did commentary at an (laughs) MMA event last night. Yeah. This- I honestly, when I saw this picture, I thought one, it was like a, a picture from way back when sure. and or it was a skit. I mm-hmm. didn't, you know, when you scroll and you just kind of don't read the captions right. or the title, right. I literally looked at the picture like, oh, it's it's like a skit. And then right. lo and behold. Yeah. I'm yeah. Gonna- it's, it's a real thing. So uh, it's, it's very was he any good. Did anybody listen? Well, you know, the clip that I saw was really more so from the intro versus the actual show. So I don't know whether or not he was any good, but apparently he has done uh, commentary with this particular gentleman uh, before. So it wasn't kind of like, let's just go grab punk. They have apparently done this before uh, in this particular space. So that's interesting. And, you know, I, I think, again, all of these things tell us the things that we need to know. The fact that Punk is shown up um, in an MMA promotion doing commentary while virtually everybody else has been pretty much welcomed back on television in one way or another tells us a lot about what we need to know in terms of the future of CM Punk connected to AEW. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. What's equally interesting to me is A, CM Punk in a suit. B... CM Punk looks like he, you know, gained 10 years in terms of youth. Like he does not look as old and weary as he had been uh, in the last year of. That's why I thought it was an older picture. Exactly. Exactly. So I I don't know if this was, you know, a hair club for men job or if it's just the stress release of a relief of not being under. uh, Is that company even still around i think they are if i mean you got a bunch of folks doing that kind of but i mean literally he he almost looks like a different person like you to your point you have to really stare to see oh wow that's that's cm punk you know so he got rid of some of the gray that was in the beard and um yeah so punk doing commentary i'm telling you the things that 2022 has given us at the start of this (laughs) year no one could have ever told me that CM Punk would end the year doing commentary for MMA no longer with AEW. Would have never seen it coming. I mean, 
at least the last this four year. years. I don't know. Oh. The last, the last, uh, I, at this point where it's just like, I'm not even surprised anymore. Like it's not, it's no longer shocking because I think everything shocking has happened over the last couple of years where it's just like, okay, we'll just add to the, like it, whoever is going to write the history books of these Ooh. last five-ish years, um, whether it'll Good be luck. like a two-pager or a whole textbook, I, I, you know, I don't know. It it, um, it needs to be a full textbook because it, needs to be, it is, we'll... it's just, if, if you, I don't know how one concises it to a mere two pages, but you know, stranger I mean, things have happened. Slavery, so, you know. Well, <laughs> then there's that. Then, <laughs> then, then there's that. Then there's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, exactly do you right. want to do, um, so we have a couple people joining. Uh, okay. Shadow Wrangler is here. Uh, ah. We also have Casey. Casey saying he looks very old to him. I mean, yes <laughs> and no. I think it might be the long hair. I don't know. There's, it maybe yeah. it's a suit. There's maybe something. Up. There's something. Yeah. Right. Um, so uh Ty saying Punk did commentary and got 10 years younger mm -hmm. than AEW had. I mean he's there. I mean another stream of income. I think it I've always I think I might have either said this to you either off air or last week or something like that. It yeah. always is telling that you can make this, you know, these outlandish remarks and not be affected financially. You know what right. I'm saying? So right. if he already had this deal or knew this was a possibility, then it's mm -hmm. just like, you know, throw it throw it, throw it all to the wind and say whatever is on your mind. So, sure. you know, kudos to him if he knew that was happening and also kudos to him if his bank account was cool so he could just say right. whatever. And then kudos to him if he just didn't give an F. So. But because the other thing is if all the stories ring true that AEW is trying to find a way to buy out his contract and the man is still going to get all the money he was promised anyway and, and only do worth. a third of the work. Come on, that's that's like a hyped up EDD check. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, seriously, it is it is high key genius, and uh, yeah, if if only we all could could do something quite like that. I'll just so, take give me ten percent, like I'll be good, and I I won't say anything outlandish. How about that? Just give me. There it is. You know, I'm, I'm easy. I'm real easy. But oh goodness, um, <sighs> I'm looking for. Because we want to do our new segment. Oh, here he is. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Teach Wrestling Facts. Yeah. <laughs> what do we got? <laughs> All right. So our new segment, Vintage Wrestling Facts, uh, where we obviously look at things that are happening on this particular day in wrestling history. There are two big things I want to talk about. First, let's go all the way back to 2007. That was before Impact was called Impact. Impact was TNA back then. And on this day in 2007, TNA had their Genesis pay-per-view. Now, at that pay-per-view, there was a main event that was scheduled to happen where uh, Kurt Angle and Kevin Nash were taking on Sting and a mystery partner. The big question would be, who would be the mystery partner? Now, let's take you back to 2007 because back then, TNA was really kind of on their game. TNA was really on the come up. They had some crazy matches happen. Some great talent had come in. Certainly when Kurt Angle came in, that was a major acquisition for them. And so people started asking, like, who would be next to head to TNA? Remember, there was no WCW. Certainly there was no uh, AEW. Ring of Honor still was not viewed uh, the way now or back then the way that it is now. Mm -hmm. So who would it be fresh off of a WWE run? It is Booker T who makes his debut in TNA, which is interesting because Booker T obviously had been King Booker. And uh, yeah, let's take a look at this real quick. You can kind of talk through it because. Oh, OK. YouTube, so, yeah, Book Booker T, you know, again, a big surprise. And again, Booker uh, TNA was doing a lot in Orlando back then. Uh, at the impact zone. And this was another major acquisition for TNA, who at that time, you know, was really trying to build their roster it, to some degree to be a competitor 
with WWE. So getting Booker T, former WCW champion, <laughs> who came right there, as you can see, he still has that King Booker look to him. Um, because King Booker, uh, he's just off of the heels of that King of the Ring, King Booker run, which was really incredible. Now, Booker T ends up finding himself over in TNA, which ended up being a pretty solid run for him. He ended up having the uh, main event mafia and a few other things that were going on, won a few championships, uh, even did some commentary as well. So Booker T made his TNA debut on this day in 2007 at the Genesis pay-per-view now the second piece of news which some might find even more interesting i only have to go back two years for this one this one was very interesting as we saw the debut the official debut of jade cargill in aew now let's take you back then because this of course we're still in the pandemic the relatively early stages of the pandemic but at this particular point aew who was centered in jacksonville they were uh welcoming people uh small amounts of people but people were present and here's a look at jade's very interesting debut same thing talk through it yeah no problem so jade is jade <laughs> is in the no problem jade is making her debut and it was kind of a quiet debut like she kind of <laughs> snuck in behind cody JD. um yeah she snuck in behind cody and it was somewhat of a flirtatious kind of debut as she uh talked about his male parts and a few other things but a lot of people really did not give her much credit in this premiere in this debut they they hated the promo they said the promo had very little timing and you could tell she was still trying to feel her way um what people may even remember more about this was what happened as she left the ring where she was met by brandy Rhodes, who mm -hmm. brandy Rhodes came out and let's just say this was probably the most urban presentation we had ever heard from Brandy Rhodes on AEW television. Uh, you know <laughs> it's a thing. Urban. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, you know it's a thing when Brandy Rhodes starts calling people heifers. Yeah, <laughs> that happened in this particular promo. And uh, this ultimately was the setup for Jade Cargill ultimately teaming with Shaquille O'Neal to mm -hmm. take on... Uh, Cody Rhodes and Red Velvet. That match would happen uh, a little bit later on, a few weeks after that, and uh, had a great spot with Cody and Shaq. Shaq going through the table. Um, and it was interesting because Jade got her first win uh, in that match there. And mm -hmm. to this point now, I don't, I don't know that people knew that when we saw her then, that two years later, she would still be TBS. Well, she would be TBS champion. There was no TBS champion there. She'd still be undefeated. And she'd be the number five ranked woman on the PWI 150 for the entire year of 2022. I don't think anybody saw that coming with this particular promo that happened two years ago today, where we welcome Jade Cargill officially to the world of pro wrestling. I don't know if we can, I can agree with you with that because... Okay. Okay. Based off of how AEW treats its women, mm -hmm. um, because they had a pretty extensive roster, and just based on how she entered mm -hmm. and how, you know, the promo was, you know, it was her first promo, right? Sure. But based off of all the things and based off her experience, it's not like she was, you know, doing wrestling school and then she did the indies and she's been in the indies for four or five years. Based right. off of all those little things and how she was introduced, it was almost like a, smaller version of how Rhonda was introduced into WWE, meaning that Rhonda skipped over a lot of stuff because of who she was, whereas mm -hmm. Jade skipped over a lot of stuff because of the potential that they were banking on. Like, mm. think of anybody, like, <laughs> there have been people who were left WWE to come to AEW, and they haven't had that kind of run that Jade has. I like, agree. So I, I feel like even looking at it back then, two years ago, it's just kind of like it, 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 they, if that happened and then they did nothing with her, then that would have been a loss because you already started building her from the moment she got there. So, you know, so, 
and it, and it's interesting because I think I remember that time the fans hated the debut, like mm -hmm. hated it. And so I don't know that the fans necessarily would be thinking that two years later, we'd be talking about Jade potentially as the most popular woman uh, in the company. Now, what AEW had plans for her, I think, is far different than what the people thought. And, mm -hmm. you know, obviously looking back, seeing that they put this fresh face to pro wrestling, not just fresh to AEW, but total fresh face to uh, pro wrestling in this high key match as her opening match, you know, involving Shaq, involving Cody. Um, that was a big deal. That was a very, very big deal. And um, back then we still didn't have, because at that point AEW was a year old. So we really didn't have a full track record with what AEW would do with someone like Jade, you know, right. and we still had not seen the massive WWE influx at that point. So for them, you know, one could make the argument that Jade Cargill could be the experiment that they got right and could be listed as one of the uh, AEW homegrown, home-created stars, um, which you could argue how many are there because obviously right. there were a number of folks that came from independent spaces that were already working towards that and just needed that whole national um national spotlight but jade again to your point no indie work none of that other stuff so she had no other place where she applied her craft so right yeah so it's interesting it's interesting but yeah it, is interesting. it all happened two years ago today uh, we have people in the comments don't even want to read oh yeah ty saying randy rose promo felt like blackface and she's black look well I, I, you know, to that end, I will say this. I think that was the first of a few very uncomfortable Brandy Rhodes promos that would happen over time. You know, her her promos with Dan Lambert made a lot of us very nervous. Um, their exchanges as well. So, but I thought that was just that was very very interesting. We never did get to see those two tied up because shortly thereafter, Brandy would get pregnant, and right. you know that would not be a possibility. But yeah, and then we have a uh, JD saying, "Continue to talk about Jade over and over <laughs> again." All right, JD. Uh, Katie's saying her, her character has changed a bit since then, which it is has. you know evolution. Um, <laughs> and uh, Sammy's saying there was no background on her, just uh, the um, interrupted, just her interrupting uh, Cody, yeah. and there was another one. Oh, JD's saying what's uh, funny about Jade is that there was nothing wrestling related on her gram until then. Actually, mm -hmm. I don't agree with that because I believe I did see I she did do. She might have hinted at something wrestling related before she was signed to AEW, because I remember trying to get trying to book her for an interview. And then when she mm -hmm. got to AEW, I'm like, well, that's a wrap, because with mm -hmm. AEW and WWE, you have to go through their. Um, their PR team. So I remember trying yeah. to book her before that. So I don't know if she mm -hmm. put, she did like a wrestling thing or she was like wrestling adjacent, but I remember seeing her like, holy crap, like, let me try to get her on the show. And, yeah. um, and then also too, she's like either half Jamaican or full Jamaican. So, you know, I try mm -hmm. to swing the whole sure. Caribbean thing. Um, right. But, you know, literally months, I think within that year, three to four months later, she was signed to AEW. So right. there was something there, um, yeah. but not an extensive, like, you know, an I um like a an indie wrestler. Yeah. Um, and of course, she does tell the story later on, I think Jericho's podcast about how, you know, there was interest from NXT for her, which is where I, I always thought she was going to end up landing, but how mm -hmm. that worked out for her um is what kind of again led her into AEW circles so and of course yeah. she was discovered by Mark Henry who I think doesn't get enough credit in terms of uh discovering talent as he also mm -hmm. discovered Bianca Belair so yeah interesting and then thing. imagine she went to NXT in the end of the Vince McMahon era like it, mm. we would not get who like imagine she did that happened like the TBS champion would be somebody totally different and totally. you know, you know, you I mean, they have they have enough women to do that. So, but it'd be something 
like, you know, and then she'd have to find her way back. And if she wants to go back, because there's a lot of wrestlers right. that like, I'm good. Right. I did it. I could do something else. So, right. um, right. yeah, well, we'll see what happens with what happens with her. But definitely and, kudos. And, two years in, get that check. And to your to your other what if is would we have ever had a world where Jade Cargill and Bianca Belair coexisted? <laughs> I oh, that would be the ultimate um, it would be. Marvel Universe, um, inner universe cartoon type thing. Mm -hmm. I, You know what? I don't even know. I, I've seen so many people come out midway, midway through Black Panther in tears. And I don't know if I really want the emotion right now. I think I might. Well, have I'm not going to give any spoilers because I'm that that kind of guy. You guys oh, know I am me. so that I don't person, like, but, you know. but I will tell you it was incredible. I went last night about 10 o'clock. I don't go to the movies late, but I did because I needed to see this movie. And uh, it was it was everything. It was well, speaking was of seeing so. uh, oh, no. and I guess everything. Oh, boy. Oh, 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 no. I honestly don't even know how this became like Kane's personal pro. Personal I don't. Intro. He's the only one that has an intro. <laughs> It just happened. Yeah, yeah, I remember when intro, Drew was on long. here. He's like, this dude has his own his own interest. It just kind of happened. So here we are. Yeah. Kay McCoy yeah. in the building. Uh, yes, yes, Before we yes. get into um, uh, that happy, I'm trying to go back to the professor's uh, difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. And because of that, yes. for uh, well, JD knows, Kane is a bet. Uh, oh, I did not know that. Wow. Look yes, at clearly, Kane. We did it for Kane. the free Applebee's. Clearly, I served for the free Applebee's mm, and the freebies yes. that we're going to enjoy today. <laughs> uh, look, we could see, like, I was going through these pictures, and there's a lot of people who are watching WWT Live right now and said, this guy was somehow in the military. <laughs> <laughs> With structure and commandments and testaments and you would never know. Too. Uh yeah, man. I uh I served my country and go back to those pictures real quick, TK. It's clearly that I also was serving looks out here. Oh great, look at your boy. Wow, wow, wow. Who says that about their military? But like it's so funny because like those are like my boot camp pictures, and then the one where I have the Tyler Perry braids. Like the ones that if you're like an inner city youth in a Tyler Perry movie, those braids right there. That's the day that I enlisted. So I was young thugging out here in these streets and decided to change my life for something positive. And uh, there's, I got my boot camp picture. I later picture my deployment, a couple pictures of deployment and whatnot. So, yeah, man, young Navy Kane out here in these streets. Well, thank you for your service. Again, free thank Applebee's. Free car washes we enjoyed all the freebies today i was like you guys should have led with that they were like you want to serve your country and get free stuff and i was like hold on hold on hold on you should have put the first one first like get get free stuff so uh we did that um clearly today i'm doing a couple of double duties one of my veterans day freebies was also filling in here on 935 k day so i know i just thought of that uh, yeah, yeah, I'm juggling multiple yeah. hats today. It's been a great day. Did they um, at least say Happy Veterans Day to you, or thank you for your service, or any of that? I guess this is their way. Like they wow. were like, "Yo, you signed a contract one time before. You signed another one to be in radio. You're still silly for doing that." So, <laughs> no, but big shouts to the gang. You know, we out here being in the Navy was really fun. Like not to go too emo, but it's probably top five of like one of the greatest things I ever accomplished in my life. Wow. To like serve the country and get an honorable discharge, you know. That's that's the other part. It's like, all right, now I gotta finish this cleanly and um not go to Liverpool, <laughs> which is the prison out Kudos. there. Kudos. So, because it, 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 yeah. Very questionable, very questionable. <laughs> <laughs> right. The real reason why I joined the military, why I joined the Navy was to of course fight Sergeant Slaughter at WrestleMania six. So that was really the the whole reason I, I was inspired. I just it, it it was the Iran thing, and you know, if Hulk Hogan wasn't available, then then I would have been here. You know, you know. Wow. 
I'm sure there's a lot of people at this point who would swing that take me over around. Hogan. So, you know, yeah, you know, we out here. So shouts to all my fellow veterans. Shouts to those who, uh, you, you know, gave the ultimate sacrifice. Shouts to all of us who are still here battling through. And hashtag hire vets. You know what I'm saying? If you're a company watching this, there should be a veteran somewhere in your leadership uh, to run everything. And shouts to all the wrestling vets as well. I know there's Bobby Lashley and Montez Ford. Mm -hmm. uh, who else we're missing? A um, couple of the uh, Lacey Evans, mm -hmm. yeah. I believe, and Booker T, GI Bro. Oh well, there oh it God. is. Uh, <laughs> Tyson, why does this dude got an intro? I don't know. It, that that just really happened organic. That was not even planned. We planned a lot of yeah. things, but that was not planned. Mm -mm. Um, JD, honestly, you are, I, I, I don't know what your official title is for the show just yet, but we take nothing to offense. Um, what is that? Know, we, By the way, side note, Wednesday, I met Jacobo Campbell's calling him. Oh, I was making a cat burglar joke. Don't know, cat oh, he doesn't even no. remember what happened. I don't even remember no. what this yeah. I got the it. sentence First was. First of all, I was dressed like a cat burglar, and you know what? Sometimes I'm you a are clumsy. Right now too, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah well, it's mm -hmm. the motif. Uh, I'm a clumsy cat burglar because I drop gems. So oh, bars, oh, bars. Oh, no, oh, no. How do you like? I mean, he just comes in like this. Like, what's scary <laughs> is he actually had some really solid things to say today, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I can't make you too proud and too happy. It's a Miz. Ty, I was going to go there with the Miz oh, and John man. Cena. I think Dolph Ziggler, well, Ted, Ted DiBiase was the other one, but he got a disarmable discharge oh, from WWE. Boy. So, you know, uh, you know. Why are you guys encouraging him? I don't I Like, don't why? That's right. Why? That's right. And plus, JD, I'm a cat burglar because I, I steal your hearts every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Wow. Three o'clock wow. here. Here on the show. Well, also shout out to uh yeah. I mean, shout out you to Sean me Dean, the captain Sean, Sean Dean, Dean over in AEW, Carly Bravo as well. They're the infantry, and I do some work with Carly and a few other places. So yeah, a lot of people who are <laughs> oh my goodness. He, he did. It, uh, he he actually yeah, did fight speaking, along. that's where it comes from. F funny thing, like the character Sergeant Slaughter or Robert Remus, who was Sergeant Slaughter, wasn't in the military, but he played it so well that it was just like, all right, like give him like an honorary thing. By the way, it was WrestleMania seven, not WrestleMania six. I got my correct because six was Hogan seven. and Warrior. And Warrior. No, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, well, uh, since you're roll. here, that will uh lead us to, I guess, our, our well, we might do another story. We'll see. Heal but... of the day. <laughs> do, do you want to do you want to cover that heel of the day, Kane? Well, I'm going to be a heel, I'm going to be a face and, and pass it off back to you, aka. Oh, well, I, mean, I, you. Well, okay. I, I mean, <laughs> this this one to me seems so so cut and dry so when you spend lots of money to buy a company the whole idea is oh. that you and your presence make the company better and not worse you know we went through all these things in terms of would elon musk buy twitter or nah and so finally he buys oh that's a perfect <laughs> picture of him finally he buys twitter and literally within one week of Twitter, you now have verifications for only a mere $7.99 a month um, mm -hmm. where anybody can be verified. You have people who are now being told if you change your screen name to impersonate someone, you will be suspended indefinitely without Twitter pay. You end up then firing a ton of the Twitter staff internationally and then tell people, oh, by the way, Twitter could go bankrupt. You mean the company you just bought <laughs> in two weeks is about to file bankruptcy? And now today, this whole Twitter blue verification $7.99 a month thing goes away because it was a horrible idea. This feels like Vince Russo taking over WCW. This just is <laughs> bad all the way around now i feel bad for the many people matter of fact you know right before the election a number of people 
who were on Twitter who were responsible for ensuring that there was accurate information being mm-hmm. shared about the elections were mysteriously let go. All of these things that were happening. And then, of course, Elon Musk hops on the Well, that's well, they said their jobs were that. So uh, what we do know is this. Elon Musk hopped on Twitter and said how ironic it is that people are complaining about Twitter by using Twitter. Elon Musk. Elon Musk, sir. Kind sir. (laughs) 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 Wow. Wow. That's a good one, Ty. That's a good one. Honestly, truly, they'll just think it's me with a Twitter badge. They're just going to think that I paid for Twitter blue and clown me for that. Well, you can't do that anymore. They're taking it away. Read what Ty said. For yeah, our, Ty our has idols. said. Yeah, he has said. So theoretically, I can be verified as Kane McCoy and post appropriate things that totally don't ruin his character and reputation. How kind of you, Ty? Yeah, you I could do that. that. Yeah, you could. That. You might get suspended for it, but you, you could do that. But <laughs> either way, this is the new way of the Twitter world, thanks to Elon Musk, and because of that, Elon Musk, you sir, are the heel of the day. Heel of the day. I mean, you guys smell that? Just something stinks. Something smells musky, if you will, when dealing with Elon Musk. This entire transaction was incorrect. Does that womp have a uh, Twitter badge with it for you to use it? Is it verified? Is it a verified womp? Or not? Is it verified womp? Well, Uh, here's... Go on, Kane. I I was going to say, like, when, when I read it, uh, about a week ago when they said, but a week ago, murder. Uh, and they, they're going to do, I said, wait a minute. So anybody could just get a verification badge. If yeah, you pay money confused. for it, mm-hmm. that is, that is like dangerous. Cause the first thing I thought of is you could just make a fake account and put the badge on there. Like people already get duped by parody accounts. Anyway, it's how mm-hmm. BTK and Gerard met. They thought I was actually somebody. Now they find that I'm really nobody. But anyway, so they could be duped that way. Imagine what you could do with a, with a, uh, with a, with a, a, a blue, blue yeah. sign thing. Yeah, yeah. And we've seen a couple of people getting got with those um, yeah. clean things. You know, I think, I that think was uh, JT and Miami was tweeting about it. Cause like now all the people at the blue check mark, you're actually able to talk to other people who have blue check who marks. Are verified. Like, you know, those, mm-hmm. Who are Correct. verified. It's so. showing up in their mentions. Now yeah. it's showing up in, in, in their mentions. And it's just one of those things where it shows that just because you have money doesn't make you smart. You know what I mean? Like if it's one thing you can't buy is brains. Mm-hmm. At least not yet. At least not yet. Who knows? It's probably going to be in a BBL. Or... If you have enough money, you don't need to be smart because if you make a mistake, you can claim bank bankruptcy, which we've seen. And mm-hmm. and the bankruptcy is a bad thing for poor folks, but bankruptcy for some rich folks, it's not a bad thing. It's just Let's like you do. just get to re, you just hit you, reset. You just absorb it's, everything, right. right? So yeah, you know, if he does that, then you know it's it's it is it is what it is. It's not a bad a bad it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Twitter might still be around if he, if and when he does declare bankruptcy for it. And, you know, maybe again, I like to play devil's advocate. Maybe he's, you know, when new management comes in, they bring in their own people and they kind of start mm-hmm. from scratch. So you kind of always are kind of weary because you don't know if you're going to have a job because it's a new person, new right. coaches and NFT, NFL teams, et cetera. So maybe it's just kind of clearing house to see whatever, like everything that's going. And then, you know, we might get a new, a newer, you know, I mean, Twitter is not Twitter. I am going to. There's great I'm, things I'm, about Twitter. But there's also yeah, I'm terrible gonna, things about Twitter. I'm going to rebuke the devil's advocate. I'm going to rebuke you and say that that exactly is is not what's happening at all. Um, <laughs> Elon Musk has fired people. Now he's trying to bring them back because he's trying to figure out what's going on. Remember, he was forced to buy this. Okay, he didn't want to buy Twitter, and then Twitter was going to sue him for not going through. He got right. got. Okay, mm-hmm. he got some Reggie. If you want to use it in street terms, when I had my braids, he got some Reggie. He he he, he got a bad batch. And now he's trying to figure out what to do with it. Reggie. 
Uh, he, he's going to oh. figure out what he's okay. going to do with it, and he's just going to ruin it. I mean, this is the real-life Vince McMahon gimmick where, like, he bought the NWO in to destroy what he built. Well, Elon Musk is going to bring people in to destroy everything, and it's going to be a mess. So we're going to figure out where we're going to go to next, Um, as well as FTX. TikTok. That's right. Like, you know, um, give FTX. them all our information. Give China all our information. Mm. Yeah, man. And, and, and Meta just laid a bunch <laughs> of people off. Although Meta mm-hmm. with Facebook... They got like six months pay and like health insurance. So shouts to them. Like I was like, oh man, yeah. must be nice. Okay. Uh I knew a girl who just got hired and fired and she was like, you know, it's all good. Still got paid. I was like, must she be got hired fired. and fired from Facebook from a meta? Yeah, yeah, she was hired for like two weeks. <laughs> and then wow. they laid her out. And she was like, wow. okay, all good. I just gotta change my workplace status on Facebook. So so there you go. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of interesting. I know this is a wrestling show, but uh another radio friend of mine was saying that um a lot of the, um, not podcasting, but like a lot of the stuff like Facebook and, you know, even podcasting networks and all that stuff, we're going to see a shift in the next like couple of years because mm-hmm. it might not be as sustainable because now you're relying on these companies. Everything is so We could have told you now. that. Right. Working in radio, we could have yeah. told you oh, that. Oh, well. <laughs> well, you know. I mean, radio was supposed to die like 10 years ago, but everything yeah. is so micro. You're rely- re- relying on all these companies, but are you getting, are you really hitting all the people? Like, are people really, are they downloading, but they are they actually listening? Are they right. actually like listening and actually paying attention to buy the product? All those things. So companies um, are going to start looking at their bottom line a little bit closer versus yeah. the numbers and the verified marks because sometimes they get they promote well, other people they, because of the verified too i mean that's the thing like there's a reason why and we're like burying the lead here but there's a reason why twitter sold there's a reason why jack and all of them and all them cats with mistakes on twitter was like here you go pal there's a reason why it was for sale and able to be bought anyway because they knew that their model wasn't sustainable and they was mm-hmm. able to find a sucker and elon musk they found a sucker and they licked and now he's trying to figure out why does he have cavities? Why is his teeth all messed up? I don't understand what I'm going to do. Yeah, because you were a sucker, bro. You got played, and now we're going to be affected from it. But if you just stay on Twitter and tweet as normal, you'll be just fine. Okay? If it goes away, it goes away. But, you know, buying a verification badge? Come on, dog. Don't play yourself. You're well, I mean, sick. you have people who – I mean, I'm sure everybody everybody has gotten the, the random DM. It's like, pay $800. There's, there's, yeah. There were people who are buying verification badges. Yeah. But, like, that was cool because you was like, okay, you're a scammer, but you're about that life, though. Like, you are committed to being seen cool <laughs> on the internet. Now everybody else can do it. It's not as cool. It's for eight nine or for seven ninety nine. I mean, I mean yeah. it's a situation. Let's make it the wrestling, okay? It's like if you aren't popping and all of a sudden you get verified, that's the equivalent of walking around with a championship belt like you're the actual champion. Like, no, you ain't. You just bought that. You didn't really earn that. You don't have that. So, you know, we're going to see what happens. Anyway, let me let me check my phone for a sec. Yes, if I just cash app the seven ninety nine, I can be verified. <laughs> this guy. Shit. This guy. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? <laughs> and I think he's supposed to be on air right now, which is hilarious. Yeah. And don't, and don't call me back with that nonsense. Thanks. This guy. This anyway. guy. Oh, All right. Well, um, I was gonna do another story, but I feel like we we we've covered enough. Um, uh, JD saying mm-hmm. I was somebody. Now my mother even has a check. Wow. <laughs> Everybody kidding. Uh, yeah. I can't. Not, I cannot wait for this news to reach Facebook in three months. That's funny. Just, that's funny. That's funny. I, I will say this, though, uh, wrestling related. Tonight's going to be a big night on SmackDown because, of course, mm-hmm. you've got the Usos yes. uh, defending not just the world tag titles, but obviously going for the big 483-day record. And they're taking on the team who holds that record, the New Day. Uh, obviously, if the New Day wins, they become 12-time or 13-time tag champions. If uh, the Usos win, of course, they're going to go on and take that record. I have a theory in terms of what I think is going to happen tonight, and it's probably going to be a hot take, but I think the Usos... I think the Usos lose tonight. I think the New Day becomes the tag team champions. And here's why. Here's why. I think what's what what's gonna happen 
is uh, Sammy and Jay will get into some sort of argument that will cost the Usos the tag team titles. It A, maintains the record for the New Day, but think about what this does to the bloodline. It puts a massive split in the bloodline because now Roman is like, wait a minute, hold on. I told y'all to get this together. Y'all didn't, and now it costs us a chance to have the greatest tag team of all time. Heads are going to roll. And then they go into war games as a somewhat splintered faction. Things get very, very interesting. I think there it makes a lot more sense for the New Day to walk out tonight as your unified tag team champions. For them to do it this early, you think? Because I think that's how Usos will lose, will be because of Sammy. But this well, early? Well, here's the thing. I think where I think this is significant, I mean, it's not really early. They've had it for a year and a half, 400, mm. almost 80 days at this point, right? So to get them to come so close to the record and then they miss it, I mean, Ooh. they could re they could regain the titles next week. Of course. They could, but it still yeah. won't be that 483-day record. record. And believe you, it's like, it's like, I'll funny story. You're going to learn some more about me, TK. Uh -oh. uh, I was the, I was the kid in school that never missed a day of school. I went my entire <laughs> scholastic career without missing a day of school with the exception of one day. When I was a senior, I was taking a trip to the University of Virginia and they were doing the spring fling. I could have left on that Friday. I left on a Thursday, missed a day of school. <laughs> threw the whole thing up in the air, all that I worked for all that time, <laughs> left, and ultimately didn't go to UVA. How about Before that? Before you finish, <laughs> let me... Sorry. Sorry. I got a walk for that? Oh, yes. I mean, I'm all for education, but the, the mark of pride... So yeah, so <laughs> I was... I worked all, it was listen, hilarious. There were days I was sick that I made my way yeah. to school and I'd come home early, like all yeah. those kinds of things. The, like, and like those people got special recognition for that. They did. We like you made the news. You got yeah, a graduation every year. Yeah. Yeah. And then at graduation, you got special. It was me and another girl, Christine Schubert, and we were the wow. ones. And I <laughs> I let it go. You for that. I can never Damn. get that back. That is the bloodline tonight. They lose that. We got a problem tonight. They will no longer have perfect defenders. That is amazing. Wow. Wow. Okay. Once a, once again, messing with Thomas Jefferson to messed up a black person again. Uh -oh. Uh oh boy. Oh boy. Wow. Oh, there wow. we go. Well, that's why we call him professor because you know Max, I was gonna say, yeah. After a while, you started teaching the classes. You was like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, <laughs> teacher, it happened in 1875, <laughs> well, not 1876. Exactly. <laughs> did you check here did on you know? page 392. Right. Did you know? 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 Did there we are. With that being New said, day, Professor, where can everybody? <laughs> well, actually, yeah. To 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 piggyback piggyback off that, it always is um, between New Day and the Usos. I always never know mm -hmm. who to cheer for it's because amazing. I'm just fan of both. Um, but I like that theory because now the New Day gets another another championship, and then at the event that falls off, they start again. But right. then that that right. will kind of almost reset for mm -hmm. an additional storyline, which we all think, and I know we're going to keep it in the box, so I'll leave it at this sentence. We all think mm -hmm. that a lot of big things are going to happen um, for WrestleMania. And the story we did yes. talk about, which I'll just touch on lightly, Nick Khan, which is mm -hmm. LA. Like, there are a lot of celebrities who live here. Nick Khan yeah. has been allegedly reaching out to different celebrities to be part of WrestleMania, which I mean, sure. why not? It makes yeah. sense. So mm -hmm. I think there's going to be a lot of big things happening. And I think if... Roman Reigns is still the champion, and it makes sense for the Usos to also have that that championship too, mm -hmm. going into WrestleMania. But I like Correct. the theory of you know New Day taking it. So, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. Triple H yeah, is, is the author of of all. He this. is. 
Uh, with that being said, Professor, where can everybody find you? <laughs> you can find me, of course, at Bonnerfied on all of the platforms. Uh, you can check out all things Southern Honor on IWTV. You can check out all things Battle Slam on Fight TV. And we'll be announcing very, very soon when Battle Slam Thriller will be available. I'm really excited about that. And you can check out all of the merch at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Bonnerfied. And Kane McCoy, where can everybody find you? Yeah, okay. find me at Kane McCoy, C-A-I-N-M-C-C-O-Y. Or you can follow me for zesty tweets about flip-flop wrestlings on my verified, trust me, Twitter account, at Braun Strowman. Hmm. There it's, we go. it's gonna actually be <sighs> Shout out to Barry Monkey, JD, Odd Child, uh, King Sammy, Santana, Casey, Ty, all you guys for joining us. This, this was very entertaining. I've learned so much. Um, happy, <laughs> happy uh, Veterans Day to everybody who has served. Thank you for your service. Yes. Um, yes. You can follow Women's Wrestling Talk on all social media platforms at www.talkpod.com. You can check out our website, www.talkpod.com yeah, for our website, www.talkpod for all our social media platforms. Um, other than that, um, you can follow me on everything at TK Trinidad. Thank you guys so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao, y'all. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.